We have uh, Tom and I were just discussing off the air, and uh, I'm sure a lot of people are thinking about this, just the uh, the amount of weather that we have had, the the natural type impactful mm-hmm. things that we've had just uh, in the in the last year. You know, uh, I, I don't know if you heard it, Tom, in the in the news uh, this morning. Uh, Chase and I were discussing this that Fox News at eight o'clock talked about a tornado that came through. Uh, was it Atlanta? Is that right? Uh, I think that's what it was. Spawned from Lee? Is that, yeah, yeah, it was. Uh-huh. Yeah, and uh, we'll talk about that in a minute. In the meantime, I was trying to see also if we had anything updated as far as we're up to 25,000 acres as far as Bastrop is concerned. And uh, I think I'm waiting for it to build, but I think we had uh, that tells you something right there. It's taken a while for the page to build. Um, destroyed close to 500 homes. And uh, again, talked to a gentleman this morning who said that uh, basically. Bastrop State Park, if you know where that is, yeah. has, has been uh, heavily damaged or destroyed because yeah, of this. It's right there on your left yeah. as you're driving yeah. into and, it and, from here. Anyway. And if you've grown up going through Bastrop, uh, obviously the the growth has been explosive in the last 10 years. It's just been amazing yeah. how many rooftops have been added there. Yeah, well, I was telling you, especially right on the east side, I know there's a couple of, uh, of golf course communities just the east side that have built up with a lot of homes there, yeah. too. Yeah. Um, They've uh, they've started to name some uh, Union Chapel, Hobbs Creek, South Ridge, Mount Olive. They've told all those people under no circumstances should they try to go back. Um, the, uh, the the governor uh, visited Bastrop Middle School yesterday and uh, met with some folks there. And then, of course, closer to home, over around near Flynn, we had uh, fires uh, that destroyed some a fire that destroyed some homes there. Yeah, I think the middle school might have been where CNN was reporting from it? yesterday. I, I know they you. were in a school parking lot. Yeah, and then, uh, of course, personally close to us, we had a fire that, that ended on the other side of the parking lot from mm-hmm. where we are. And there was uh, there was some, some damage to the land, and that's it. And then across the, the road, there was uh, some damage there, no livestock and, I guess, no structures involved there. But, uh, again, it just shows how, how tenuous the situation is. But it'll be interesting because the the president is going to speak on Thursday, and he's going to talk about putting people back to work. And he's already kind of uh, intimated that that part of that is going to have to do with infrastructure work. And it's an interesting situation because there are so many, you know, if you've been up in New England, there are a lot of little towns up there that are separated because they have water on all sides, are separated by, I mean, a bridge is what, what keeps them connected, if you will, to the other side of the river, and there's only one bridge. You don't have a lot of bridges. And a lot of those single bridges have been washed away or damaged so strongly that there are a lot of isolated towns up there. So you have to fix that first, and they will end up, you know, in, in 90 days, the weather will be so bad that no work can be done. Uh, those those homes there will not be able to be rebuilt because they have to get the bridge built first. Then they have to get all those supplies over to uh, to the area to, to build the homes. Hello? Hey, just wanted to give you guys some perspective on uh, the smoke and fire situation. Sure. I am on the overpass going from 6 to 290. Okay. And cannot see the other end of the overpass. That's how thick the smoke is down here in Waller. Wow. How fast are you going? Uh, 45. Okay, so 6 to 290. And you're talking you're, about the overpass there in, in Hempstead? Yes. Than, I can't even see the other end of the ramp. My goodness. Wow. How's the traffic? Uh, well, from what I can see, a little <laughs> bit heavy. <laughs> I just wondered if you had the number of car, other cars that are headed that way. Okay, hey, thank you. I appreciate that. Drive carefully. Wow.
Now did I hear him right? He's talking about the the Hempstead overpass. Two ninety and six. Yeah, six. Yeah, okay. Yeah. yeah, right there where that big yep. parking lot is. Yep. Yeah, the yeah. big parking lot yeah. that has those those signs <laughs> of cars. Right, they used to have all those cars that yeah. have been sold. So anyway, we were talking about earlier. So so, Fox goes wow. out into the streets of of Atlanta mm-hmm. to find someone to talk about the tornado coming through town. Mm-hmm. Listen to this guy describe what the tornado sounded like. It sounded uh, more like a, a, a long thunder, and then it was over. Yeah. We were talking off the air. He didn't want to be the next one to say that. Didn't want to talk about it. sounded like a NASCAR race. No, I'm sorry, about it, like a freight train. Yeah, so he said instead, <laughs> it sounded like long thunder. That's good. So he's thrown the gauntlet down. Hopefully nobody is ever in a situation, first person, where they have to describe the name of a tornado, or the sound of a tornado, but at least we have something else we can do other than the freight train. Because, again, you know what we should have saved? Did we save that girl, that nine-year-old girl who said, this is the worst thing that's ever happened in my life? Uh, no, I didn't, okay, I didn't that's all right, okay. But, I mean, the thing is, the next time they... They interview somebody who's, say, younger than 40 yeah. and says a freight train. Uh-huh. They don't know what a freight train <laughs> sounds like. They really don't. <laughs> guy the other day called it said it sounded like a runaway freight train. Yeah, Because they're go. louder than ones yeah, that have people on them. Dang you know? right. You know, well, it seemed like the runaway <laughs> would be under louder. Control, yeah, because yeah. pe- yeah. people would be screaming, oh, we're out of control. <laughs> uh, all right. Okay, in case you're – and so with all of that happening – with all of the fires, all of the things that are going on, in case you're not worried about any of that, a report by the National Research Council says that space debris has reached a tipping point. It's crashing into other debris, creating debrisettes. test of the emergency alert system. Had this been an actual emergency, you would have been given further instructions. This concludes our test of the emergency alert system. And that's, actually, actually, and that's what really goes on at Area 51. Yeah. yeah. Actually, it was our test of, uh, and I'm, I'm, uh, y'all missed that, I know. Chase told us the whole story. <laughs> actually, what that was is that is our monthly test of overmodulation, just to make, make sure that. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> Association of Broadcasters Board of Directors, and that's fine, and he does a lot of that. But he really is a very key individual when it comes to the Texas Association of Broadcasters, and he has uh, testified uh, before the Senate and the House in Austin more than once about this entire EAS network and what happens when we have emergencies. And it is amazing that we can have quality sound from Afghanistan mm-hmm. on a exactly. sat phone. I mean, right. a satellite phone. Uh-huh. And we've got some computer-enhanced voice telling us, and I mean, they're getting there, and they will get there. 
but we're not there yet, and it's it's very yeah. frustrating to us as well. And then when you hear this, because hey, could you just turn the modulation down a little bit? It really is not that difficult. You'd really hope that if they're warning you that you're going to die, that yeah. you'll be able to understand it. Yeah. You know? What what killed yeah. them? I don't uh, know. Yeah, that's I heard right. about it on the radio, but I'm not sure. <laughs> Anyway, as we were telling you, one of the things that you do need to fear would be the satellite debris uh-huh. because the satellite debris is, is smashing into one another. There are 22,000 pieces of debris orbiting the Earth that are large enough to be Earth. I'm sorry, uh, that are large enough to be tracked from the ground. Again, 22,000 pieces of space junk and many smaller objects, and they're flying around at 17,500 miles an hour. Orbiting debris could pose a risk to satellites and astronauts. Well, this sounds like a great opportunity for NASA. Launch a dumpster, right? Go up there and collect that stuff. Mm-hmm. Have guys out there with those grabby things and, uh, you know, having on the vest. Got to have the Dayglow vests on. But, I mean, picking up space garbage and then bring it back or mush it together and make it into something. I mean, yeah, it's bound to be valuable. Well, it's relevant for uh-huh. for NASA. That would give them something to do, right? Instead, they're you know they're all going uh, going to lose lose their work anyway. The the study is done by Defense Advanced Research Projects Agency. That would be DARPA. You know who that is? That's DARPA. Ah, uh, yeah, the DARPA initiative. Well, yeah, no, no, that, <laughs> right? That yeah. was in Lost. Yeah, yeah go yeah. ahead. Oh, what was it? No, yeah, sorry. yeah, the DARPA. Okay. It was the DARMA initiative. Oh, but, I see. Uh, well, yeah. Yes. But anyway, so there was a them. show on ABC, DARPA and Greg. <laughs> <laughs> Strike, spare, gutterball. We don't care. Just bowl for kids' sake. Join Big Brothers Big Sisters Saturday, September twelfth at Grand Station Entertainment from ten a.m. to noon. All you need is a team of five to raise a minimum of fifty dollars each. Every bowler gets two hours of bowling, a T-shirt, and a chance at prizes. Plus, plenty of music, door prizes, and raffles too. All the money raised by bowlers goes directly toward Big Brothers Big Sisters. So get on the ball and bowl for kids' sake. To find out more and register your team, call 979-268-5814 or visit bigmentor.org. Ron Smith with Aggieland Carpet One, talking tile. Well, this is a natural slate from Brazil. It's one of the nicest uh, slates on the market. The coloration is beautiful. It's just very nice quality, beautiful colors that people can use in their home. This is unique. This is not what you normally find when you go to a tile store. That's right. We've had it made in special sizes that you just don't see normally. This is not just floor slate. This is for bathrooms, kitchens. It can be used everywhere. That's right. This is a nicer quality slate that's harder and stronger. It can be used really anywhere. What you bring to this, I think, is your love for the unique. You you go overseas and, and you actually tour these places. Um, you carry manufacturers that nobody else does here. We need to have the newest colors and styles that are out on the market. And the only way to do that is to stay in touch with the industry. Come in to Aggieland Carpet One today. Highway 6 and College Station. Sterling Auto Group is the place to get the best deal on a new 2011 GMC Sierra Texas Edition. Save over $6,000 off this Texas Tough Truck featuring a refined interior and sleek exterior. Or choose 0% APR financing for 60 months. Take advantage of the savings now on the 2011 Sierra Texas Edition. A hard-working truck choice. Only at Sterling on Highway 6 between Briarcrest and University. Sterling makes it easy. 
Okay, remember when your mother said, if all your friends are going to jump off a cliff, would you do it too? Yeah. Remember that? Yeah. Okay. And if you really wanted to be mad, you'd be like, yeah. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Scientists in Holland are zeroing in on a small part of the brain that triggers submission to peer pressure. Oh, really? It can be traced back to the evolution of animals as a survival instinct to stay with the pack. Researchers were able to control this part. Uh-oh. Control it, huh? Researchers were able to control this part of the brain using powerful electro electromagnetic pulses on study participants who were less likely to conform after the experiment. They're now exploring behavioral techniques, possible drug therapy that would reduce or encourage man's tendency to conform. Does this scare the hell out of you? Mm -hmm. I mean, think about this. The drugs would be controversial. No kidding. However, they could be abused by companies. No. Could make employees more reliable. Wait, 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 Oh, well, how could you argue with it? Yes, then? of course, because... Don't you, you want to be a better worker? That's right. Who? Don't who, you want to be a more productive worker? Of course, uh, or by people trying to control society. I'm sorry, Dave. Yeah. I'm afraid I can't do that. No, or it may be, I'm sorry, Dave, I'm afraid you can't do yeah. that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, once again, zeroing in on a small part of the brain that triggers submission to Peer pressure. If you could just go ahead and make sure you do that from now on, that would be great. Researchers were able to control this part of the brain using powerful electro electromagnetic pulses, but, you know, maybe they could send them through your cell phone. Mm, yeah. yeah. <laughs> if you ever read the book Cell by uh, Stephen King, that kind of let you know about that. Anyway, they're now exploring behavioral techniques and possible drug therapy that could reduce or encourage a man's tendency to conform. More reliable. Okay, you like that, all right? And again, as we are as we are saddled with the high unemployment rate that we have right now, what happens that day when the boss calls you in and says, "You know, Scott, we're glad you work here, but there might be some things that we well, we find it's always better to fire people on a Friday." Well, I'm just thinking now. We've got a pill that you could take oh. if you'd like to. If you'd like to continue to no, work. No, 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 no. You just, you just put it in the water. That's it. Could do that. Yeah, could just do that. And then yeah, it could it, happen here. I mean, that's just that should be something else that that Ben added on to after after the after culling got through. You know, filtering the water. Ben could put you know some little container on there, and just when you hit the little valve, just psh, well. But my point is, that's true. I mean, but my point is. You might go to the employee and see if they would like to volunteer to have this done. So there's no subterfuge. I mean, we'd like for you to continue to work here, but we just think there might be some areas of adjustment that are necessary. And, of course, if you are not willing to do that, then Rodney over here would be glad to come in and take your position. What if we're still doing this when we're 50? Yeah. It would be nice to have that kind of job security. 
exactly. It's a great movie. Would you like some job security? If you would, then go ahead and take this little green pill. And you'll need to come in every week and take another little green pill. And then you can have job security. And it'll make things a lot nicer. I wonder what other pleasant side effects it has. I, well, again, that, that just this is stunning. And I read it this morning, and I'm going, really? Well, I'm glad they were able to find that place in the brain that tells us when and where and how we can become cattle. Simplify your life with a totally free checking account at First Victoria National Bank. There's no minimum balance, no monthly service charge, and only a $50 minimum opening deposit. Plus, you'll experience the added convenience of free online banking, free online bill pay, free mobile banking, and free e-statements. Now that's totally free checking. Hi, this is Tina Tucker, the Banking Center Manager for First Victoria Bank at Tower Point and College Station. We would love for you to stop by and open a totally free checking account today. First Victoria, member FDIC, equal housing lender. Hi, I'm Cletus Cowboy Davis, one of the more experienced lawyers in the Brazos Valley. If you have not prepared a will in a recent date, that may be the most important gift you can give to your family. You know, it really is unfortunate when something suddenly happens that takes away a loved one. But boy, if you have not planned a current will and have that brought up to date, you must do so. That's probably the finest gift you can give to your family if something like that should happen. The other day, my clients came came in and they were getting ready to go on vacation and they wanted to make sure that their will was prepared so in the event something would happen they'd be well protected and that included guardianship for their children and that was their most important thing that they focused on if you need a good estate planning lawyer to give you that comfort call Cletus Cowboy Davis one of the more experienced lawyers in the Brazos Valley contact Cletus Cowboy Davis at 779-7200 or visit familyandestatelaw.com there and there okay just needed to email that over to ben so he could see it uh-huh uh, you know want him to be able to look at that might post it on the uh break room board there let you know about that wonder if it could help you if you have this tendency to call in sick <laughs> Spain's famous running of the bulls might be coming to Arizona. The Arizona really? Republic reports the town of Cave Creek has been weighing the idea of staging their own version of the Spanish event. Mayor Vincent Francisia says a running of the bulls would be fitting for Cave Creek, but the event permit was revoked after the promoter failed to provide sufficient insurance coverage. Town is willing to host the activity, which typically involves hundreds of participants trying uh-huh. to outrun an. It says an angry bull. Wow! So just one. You know we wins. got a we got a local rodeo stock owner here in town. I wonder if you know. Wonder if Sammy would uh, you know give some bulls to okay some of the, some of the rankest bucks. Some of the rankest bucks. Yeah. Maybe. Okay. Now and where are we going to do this? <laughs> well, I don't know. Hey, okay. there's no okay. water in Wolfpin Creek. We could do that. <laughs> there's not much water anywhere, yeah. Scott. We could do the running of the bulls in Wolfpin Creek. Yeah, but see, yeah. then somebody get get a get stuck, and then they get bored, yeah. and yeah. You know, could we somebody okay. sue because that's city property? Yeah. Yeah. Could we add it to Texas Reds as sort of a feature over there or something like that? <laughs> Y'all move the booze back. We're yeah. going to let the bulls go. Well, that's right. See, and what you do is you let the bulls watch you eat the steak, so oh. then they get mad. See, oh, that's yeah. a perfect tie-in right there. That really, uh-huh. really is. That's bovine goodness in so that's many right. ways. All right. Well, yeah, just okay. let them go right there at Main and Bryan Avenue. Yeah, okay. yeah just, Well, we'll yeah. mention that to Alan, see how that works. 
<laughs> and we is, got an idea for you. Yeah, my thought is probably not so much. <laughs> that's a shame. It's a shame that uh, Mayor Byinski's not in tomorrow. Yeah, that's yeah. true. Yeah, that's see true. how that would uh, work out for him. Anyway, all right. So it's uh, time once again for a guess which state it is. The tale of a convenience store owner who showed off his gub to an employee and then accidentally shot her. Uh huh. Nice job. If you guessed Florida, you win. The Palm Beach Post says the man wasn't pointing a gun directly at the woman, but hit, uh, but was hit after the gun discharged and <laughs> ricocheted into her. The woman was hospitalized. Doctors say it's not life threatening. Well, it might be life threatening to work there, but it wasn't the gun that caused that to happen. Right. Oh, let's see. No, it's too early. Unless you have a lot. Russian President Dmitry Medvedev's re-election campaign getting raunchier every day. Oh, women stripped in the streets of Moscow to show their support for Dmitry <laughs> and his initiative to curtail public beer drinking. Here's the way it works: the activists, known as the Medvedev Girls, invited members of the public to pour their cans of beer into the bucket, and when the beer reached a certain level, they start shucking their dud. Oh, my. Oh, oh really? What an idea that is. Yeah. Pro- problem is, it's Russia. Yeah. Hey, there's some, there's some beautiful Russian women out there. Yeah, I know there are. There's some not-so-beautiful Russian women out <laughs> well, there, too. Same yeah. as in America. Yeah. Uh-huh. All right. That's right. Yeah. Chug along. Yeah. Pour it here. All right, on this date in history. I love this part. I know you do. Uh-huh. On uh, 1901, President William McKinley shot mortally wounded as he was... Uh, he was shaking he, hands, wasn't he? He was yeah. in Buffalo, uh-huh. New York at the Pan American uh, Festival. Yeah. And uh, Elton John recorded Candle in the Wind, 1997, mm-hmm. just hours after performing it at uh, Diana's funeral. And Wyatt Earp, starring Hugh O'Brien. Earp? Long live him. Long may he, uh, mm-hmm. his story be told. 1955, it premiered. All right, you got a minute. Catherine Stockett never thought that her book, The Help, would ever see the light of day. First two years oh. she was writing it, she said she had no intention of even sending it out to a publisher. She thought it would just sit in a drawer. Well, it sold more than three million copies, and it is the first single title ever to sell a million copies on Kindle. And the movie version has been number one now for three straight weeks. So... There's a success story for you. Uh, we told you Verla 